Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Chipping Away. Your hosts Akash and Durga are journeying again into the archaeology and anthropology of South Asia. Before we get into South Asia, did you know most very recently, just a couple of months ago in February, a new dinosaur was identified for the first time. The story of this discovery goes back 10 years ago. In 2010, John de Groot was walking around the rivers in this small little Canadian town and he came across this tiny bone fragment like any good citizen he turned it in into the museum and when the museum people got it they were curious so they went out to the field searched some more and they found all these bone fragments which they finally assembled to something that they thought was a T-Rex fossil but very recently they realized it was something completely new and they gave it a new name Tyrannosaurus thanatotherestes So basically, Groot just found Thanos. And do you know the name is also dubbed as Reaper of Death? Ooh, don't let him snap on you. <laughs> well, in that case, if you think half of us are supposed to go, which one would we go? You or me? Well, 50%, right? Maybe we should ask our listeners if they <laughs> feel like weighing in. Well, if you want to play your chances right, you need to know that chance is not the only thing that Thanos gives. but chance also defines all our discoveries our past our present and maybe even our future chance is one factor that we can never qualify or quantify but it has an important role to play in all our lives for example did you know that we would not even have been human if it wasn't for chance our ancestors by chance stumbled upon some fire and with this fire they could cook they could protect themselves and it also formed like the focus of their social and communal life so if it wasn't for chance we wouldn't be human after all and that's also true for the scientific discoveries just imagine louis pasteur dancing upon the process of pasteurization which was a great boon to humanity that followed what if we didn't have that so it's not just a chance find in the world of scientific discoveries but also in archaeology which have led to some of our most important and monumentous finds for instance harappa the site of harappa was discovered when railway line was being laid from lahore to multan in 1920s and also in the 1920s a swedish geologist johan gunnar andersen not to be confused with any other footballers out there <laughs> when he was uh, going around the marketplaces of uh, beijing then peeking came across these medicine men selling these dragon bones he inquired upon them and then went into the limestone caves where they were found and discovered the important site of chaukutian or dragon bone cave wow so such finds have always occurred in archaeology and have defined a lot of our important find through time some would call it serendipitous or some would say it is just hard work coupled with a touch of lady luck Just like Harappa, sometimes when the developmental projects are in full swing, you can chance upon some of the data that is indispensable for further archaeological study. So there are a few examples from South Asia where we have data from archaeological record which was unearthed during these developmental projects. There is a site near modern-day Nashik in the state of Maharashtra called as Takriban. While digging pits for wells and laying foundations for new houses 
some people in the Takeban village found a hoard of copper coins, copper vessels, and old artifacts dating to medieval period. Those are being studied, and I hope we'll know more about it soon. Just like in Nashik, also in Bangalore, when they were undertaking metro work, they found various ancient artifacts while they dug under the soil. They found a cannon, and they found various other artifacts like that. But it's not just in India or South Asia, also in different parts of the world. For example, the important cave site of Atapuerca was unearthed when people blew up a hill and then they found these buried caves in it. And also in Italy, wherein they were expanding on roads and they came across the site of Isernia. Not just the developmental projects, but even in day-to-day life, people come across a lot of archaeological data as a chance find, such as plowing fields or digging out canals or even just promenading around the riverside. So, for instance, in the northern part of UP, at the village of Bayan, a big coin hoard was found in 1946, just before India's independence. Maharaja of Bharatpur went hunting and the locals in the village went, uh, went behind his horse to collect the empty shells from his gun roll. While picking up those empty shells, they chanced upon a copper pot half buried in a pit, which they thought is not very significant. However, on opening the copper pot, they found around 2,000 Gupta era coins. And 17 such coins have been found in Bengal, UP, Bihar and other parts of India since then. It's not just common folk going about their everyday lives, but people who are doing work in the field, such as archaeologists and geologists who come across something that they never knew they expected. For example, geologists geologizing the world come across various archaeological finds. Even in India, a lot of Paleolithic sites and other historical sites are reported by geologists doing geological surveys. Archaeologists working in a medieval fort in Georgia at the site of Damnisi excavated under the fort and came across one of the most important Paleolithic sites in the world, that of Damnisi. And I think in South Asia, one of the most exciting finds by a geologist was the temples at Khajuraho. British India Army Captain T.S. Burnt discovered this in 1838 and reintroduced the group of Khajuraho temples to the world. So it's not just people going about their everyday life, but also thrill-seekers, because, you know, dar ke aage jeet hai. Well said. I think adventure has led, led to the most exciting discovery of all time, according to me. I'm a little biased, but anyway. The cave complex at Ajinta in Maharashtra was discovered by one of the British officers, John Smith, on one of his hunting trips. He followed a tiger into the cave and chanced upon cave number 10 in Ajinta. The cave is exquisite with the Chaitya Gruha and all the beautiful paintings. And we know John Smith chanced upon this cave because of the inscription he left on one of the pillars. Don't be a John Smith. Don't write on monuments. True. Speaking of rock art, not just Ajanta, but another rock art site, Altamira, was also a serendipitous find. I like where the chance is taking us. Altamira, in Spain, one of the oldest rock art sites in the world, was a chance find too. Mary, 
the daughter of an amateur archaeologist Marcelino, played by Antonio Banderas in the movie Finding Altamira, found these paintings when she was exploring a little cave with her dad. And not just adventure, but I think even weather has a role to play in opening up some of the archaeological data. For instance, in one of the recent floods in Kerala, at the site of Koipalam, some of the archaeological data was exposed when the flooded waters receded. The waters revealed a runoff and some of the terracotta figurines of mother goddesses, naga figurines, and so on and so forth were uncovered by the local villagers. These are now adding to what we understand about terracotta art in the south of the country. The modern day world, which is characterized unfortunately by climate change, melting glaciers also reveal what they hide underneath their sheets. For example, in Siberia, the melting snows have revealed fossilized mammoths and other such Pleistocene animals. Otzi, the Iceman, a Bronze Age mummy, was identified by two hikers who recovered him from the melting snows. This person, who had some of the earliest evidences of tattoos on him, as well as a complete toolkit that had cloth, as well as weapons and tools, and helped us understand both trade routes in the Bronze Age time, as well as what kind of clothes they used, and what kind of tools and weapons they had. I think even intuition plays some role in chance finds. Sometimes people suspected or they had a hunch that they would find something in this particular area. They went, looked for it. So yes, combined with hard work, they found something. I think the story of Bhimbetka is similar. Yes. Vishnu Sasi Vakankar, while on a train going to Bhopal, saw these hills in the distance and he thought something might be there. So, he got off at the next train stop, went to these hills, and voila, he found the UNESCO World Heritage Site of Pimbetka. The site contains some of the best rock art in India. It's not just Professor Vakankar, but other archaeologists also trusted their intuition, and combined with hard work, we have an excellent record of archaeological sites from South Asia. One of the sites in Orissa, Talpada, was discovered similarly with intuition when a team of researchers with Dr. Mohanty were surveying the area near Shishupalgad with aerial photography or through aerial photography using Google Earth. And they chanced upon some of the crop patterns that suggested there might be an ancient occupation at the site. And voila, we have Talpada. Hatanora, a site in Madhya Pradesh along the Narmada River, has yielded so far the only example of an ancient hominin fossil in India is another such serendipitous find. Professor Sunakya, while exploring the fossil-bearing deposits at Hatnora, chanced upon the skull then. Wow, we have a lot of chance finds to look at. And I think chance also plays a role in how the archaeological data is preserved. For example, naturally, sometimes archaeological data in certain places is better preserved than others. Yes, only if something gets preserved can it be discovered. So, if you have a good luck in getting preserved, you probably have some good luck in being discovered. For example, most of what we know of the prehistoric time period comes from data that is preserved in volcanic areas and caves. Well, in the modern day, how much of our land cover 
is volcanic or caves. Just a small amount, right? And speaking of volcanoes, I think the city of Pompeii is the best preserved example. The entire city in Italy was buried under volcanic ash from the eruption in 7980. So we have the entire city to study archaeologically. The well-laid-out streets, the pots, the pans, and even human bodies. Speaking of human bodies, did you know that in certain areas in Europe, you have tar pits and bogs where people were either thrown in or accidentally fell in and they got buried? Mm. Well, when you find these bodies, they have pristine preservation. Their hair, their skin, sometimes their clothes. And in one example, a rope hanging around his neck. So we know he didn't accidentally fall in. Just like these bog pits, you also have uh, ancient tar pits. There's a site called La Brea in California, which has a lot of animal fossils. So what happened in these tar pits is that an animal got stuck. Another animal came to eat that animal. It got stuck. And then another animal came in. And this endless cycle is preserved in these tar pits. So, you see, not just chance when you have to find it, it's also chance with regards to preservation. And as luck would have it, your time is up, Akash. It's time to end the episode for today. Oh, you're lucky to get away from me. Don't despair. We'll be back again in a matter of 15 days with a brand new episode. Till then, put in your comments, follow us on Twitter and Tune in again for Chipping Away. See ya.